Hello and welcome everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Excited to get into the Word with you one verse at a time. I'm just getting some training and some teamwork on context, um, letting one verse of Scripture lead us into the next and the next, and maybe have us look above um, where a verse occurs. So that, yeah, the verse of the day can be a help to us, but especially when we put it back in its context, it's going to have a lot more power because we're going to understand um, the rest of the conversation and it's going to help us connect um, one part of the Bible to the rest, which is really a key to Bible study. Many of you guys already know this. When you begin to um, make connections from Genesis to Revelation, you're really starting to get that deep, full understanding of the, of the scriptures, which cool for that, but the best thing is that's going to help deepen our knowledge and familiarize us with God, um, to see him, to know his ways, to understand him, and that's the most important part. So that's what drives us here on the Scripture Podcast, not so we can argue with our friends or prove anybody wrong, but instead just to see God deeper, see Jesus in each verse, and often make comments on how um, what we're reading here could practically help us in our Christian life, okay? So I hope you are uh, got a cup of coffee at hand, or maybe you're listening to us at the gym or on your drive to work or to somewhere else you want to go, and if so, welcome. Um, we're going to be in the Gospel of John today, Gospel of John chapter 16, all right? Gospel of John chapter 16, and we're going to be down in verse 33. All right. Now, the overall context for this is... Um, Jesus's life is coming to an end, okay? We're headed towards the crucifixion narrative. And Jesus is doing this kind of like final state of the union um, to his church, uh, to his disciples, rather, and kind of giving him these final farewells and instructions and, you know, deepening some things. So it's a very powerful portion of Scripture. If you've never been through um, John chapter 16, chapter 15, chapter 17, these are great, um, very rich, you know, parts of, of Scripture. Of course, all of it's rich. You, you guys know what I mean. But um, if you've never done a slow study through these, um, you should. It's very instructive. All right, so enough setting the table. Let's eat the meal. So John chapter 16, verse 33 says, I have said these things to you. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Okay? So reading from the ESV, John chapter 16, verse 33. Let's read it one more time. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Okay, uh, first I want to show you a cool way, um, just the structure of this verse, how it can help us, you know, because Jesus is really saying a lot here, um, as I'm sure you can imagine. And sometimes we can just breeze over it a little too much or, or read it a little too fast so that we don't catch it. So first there's the big saying here, I have said these things to you. Okay, that is pointing back. This is coming at the end of chapter 16, and Jesus has said a lot up to this point. And just to give you the general context, I want you guys to go back and read yourself because we won't have time to go over the whole thing. But Jesus is telling them that he's leaving because he's going to be crucified, and that's shocking to his disciples, and they don't like that, and that he's going to go to his father, 
because we'll know what that means later when he ascends into heaven and the physical, you know, Jesus we're not going to see again until he comes again for his church and his second coming. So he's letting the disciples know that, like, I'm going away. I'm going to the Father. It's going to be a long time before you see me again. And then he was saying, but here's the deal. You guys are now my witnesses. I'm going to give you my Holy Spirit. I'm sending you out into the world. A lot of people aren't going to be happy about that. (laughs) Okay. So that's what Jesus is referring to when he says, I have said these things to you. And then there's this interesting thing here. He says that in, in me, you may have peace. Okay, in me. So he's asking the disciples to keep defining themselves by their relationship with him. Okay, who am I? I'm Jesus's friend, his disciple, his follower. That's who I am, and it defines every part of my life. And if I let that happen, I'm going to have peace simply because of Jesus. In the world, you will have tribulation. Okay. So already Jesus in just this one verse here is setting up not only for his disciples, for us too as his followers, he's setting up the already not yet condition of the Christian life, all right, which is this. When you ask Christ, you know, you respond to the gospel, saying, yes, I am a sinner. I need God's forgiveness. I need the grace of God in Jesus Christ. When you call upon God in the name of Jesus, he saves you. He adopts you into his family, and you are in his family and you are in Christ. And whenever we keep defining ourselves by that, like no matter what happens on the outside, that means we're going to have peace. But whenever you receive that gospel and you become God's child, you don't get, you know, immediately beamed out of the world. Like that's what, we, you know, that would make sense, I guess, on a human level, but it's not what Jesus is doing. He comes into our life just like he came into the disciples' lives, and he teaches us and he grows us and he changes us. But he did that to the disciples, and he does it for us because he sends us back out into the world to be his light, his witness, because he wants more people to be saved like we were, which means we are in the world. We remain in the world, and when we do, we will have tribulation. That's a biblical word word for a hard time. (laughs) You're going to have a hard time. This trips up a lot of us because it's always the both. We think, man, does God love me? I'm having such a hard time. I'm having a hard time. Does God love me? It's this back and forth. So it's nice that Jesus is saying right here in the way that he lived it in his own life. So Jesus was always at peace because he was in, he knew that him and the father were one and we can have peace too, even though in his life, in Jesus's life, he had plenty of tribulation, as you guys know, Um, rejection and misunderstanding and false accusation and attempted murder on him a bunch of times. And then they went ahead and did it um, with the, with the cross. So even though in the outside he had tribulation, since he defined himself by his father at all times, he had peace. And that's what he's offering to us, to identify ourselves with our father in heaven through Jesus Christ. In the world, you have tribulation. And then we can know um, from this verse alone and then from the entirety of scripture that this won't always be true, okay? So that's why Jesus says, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And there you have the full um, gospel hope is that in this world we can define ourselves by Jesus and find peace while we have tribulation in the world, and then we can know that Jesus has overcome the world, and that's wh- and that's where we take our courage. A lot of us are getting caught up and saying, man, I, man will, when, when will God change the world? Maybe the church should change the world. We need to change the world. It's like we, I, I understand that, and I applaud all efforts to do good things and, and all that. 
But don't forget our Christian hope, which is Jesus already overcame the world. That's what it needed. It didn't need change as much as it needed overcome. <laughs> and he has done it. And we are walking in that victory, and we are waiting for that day when he comes back for us, okay? And so all of this is just in that one verse. Isn't that pretty cool? And then just briefly for um, context's sake, let's go above it. I'll just go up to verse 29. We'll see what Jesus was saying before um, so we can understand it a little bit, like what brought Jesus to say this in 33. 29, he says, his disciple said, ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. This is after he tells his disciples like, Jesus, what are you saying? You're, you're messing with us. Um, so in verse 28, he gives him a speech about how him and the father wanted. When you see him, you see the father. And in 28, he says, I came from the father and have come into the world. And now I'm leaving the world and going to the father, causing his disciples to finally say, ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Okay, they're saying, hey, this sounds like stuff you directly experienced and are delivering us from God. But Jesus answered them, do you now believe? A little bit of a question mark there, like you guys haven't seen anything yet. 32, behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered. Okay, so he's telling the guys, don't think you're done. You haven't graduated yet. They're going to come get me to crucify me, and you guys are going to run off, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. Okay? And I have said these things to you, that in me you have you may have peace. You guys are worried I'm not. You guys might leave me. I'm not going to leave you. In the world you have tribulation, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Okay? So it just keeps getting better, man. I mean, if we, if we had an hour, we could keep going. You know, it goes... You, Go up to how Jesus overcame the world. Go to verses 25 through 28. Uh, you want to know how their sorrow, the disciples' sorrow, will turn to joy? Go to 16 through 24, okay? And it all ends there on 33. You just can't beat the Bible, folks. All right, guys, so good to be with you. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you for the next time.